morning, all you icons out there in IndiePod land. It feels great to be back. Uh, well, not really, because my face still hurts, my ear still hurts, and I slept wrong last night. So uh, there's that. So ding, ding for all of the, 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 the pains and the aches and all of that going on. Uh, how are you all doing this morning on this motivational Monday? I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be able to bring a special edition of Motivational Monday. Usually it's just me talking to you and like, you know, talking about a specific topic. But today I I, um, I met somebody uh, on LinkedIn and I we really hit it off and we were talking about like what we could do to bring, you know, do a collaboration together. And we wanted to, to bring to you the topic of finding your voice in podcasting. And because uh, we both feel really passionate about like people finding their niche and their calling and all of that. Uh, and and we're, we'll get more into that with uh, who our guest is today. If you're not familiar with her, uh, she'll definitely be giving some more in-depth background about herself coming up here. Uh, so... Where where have I been? I, I had a really, if you haven't heard, I had a really bad ear infection uh, that pretty much took out the whole hearing out of my right uh, ear, sent pain down my cheek, and it's just been, it's still kind of rough. I'm taking a lot of ibuprofen to be able to, to do this because I got to get back on the mic and I got to keep on keeping on. Now, I've been doing a lot of things. If you didn't see the newsletter uh, from yesterday, you should totally uh, go sign up for our newsletter. Uh, go to independentpodcastconference.com slash news. Uh, I moved all of our uh, all of these videos over to its own, to its own YouTube channel uh, over uh, at Indie Podcasters uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I think you can go to independentpodcastconference.com slash tube. Uh, and why am I saying independentpodcastconference.com instead of indiepodcasters.com? Well, that's because apparently my host changed how they redirect and it no longer, it just, if you go to indiepodcasters.com slash virtual or slash anything, it'll just take you right to the homepage, which cool. But not cool because uh, it's a lot to say. It's a lot to type. And heck, I I misspell independent every single time I type it. So I don't expect other people to be able to type it right. So I'm actually working on getting that fixed and moving the the main domain from Independent Podcast Conference to IndiePodcasters.com. Uh, so look forward to that probably later today. Speaking of which, I did go and make some changes to the website. So I'd love to get some feedback on that. If you go to independentpodcastconference.com or indiepodcasters.com. You can uh, check out the new homepage. Uh, I've, I'm still working, massaging it. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to do these things. Um, and I'm a pretty seasoned veteran on building websites. And it just, you know, when it comes to designing and layout and colors and things like that, like I, you know, some of those things I'm not great with and, and just require a little more effort uh, on my part and a little more time. Uh, speaking of time, so our next virtual conference is uh, SEO for podcasting. It's July 25th. Uh, it's this Saturday. I'm actually not sure. We might actually postpone it and reschedule SEO for podcasting uh, for a future date because uh, I had some things come up right now and... I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to to come through on that. So uh, I will I will make a final decision probably by tomorrow. Um, we'll reschedule. We might just take the rest of the summer off um, and and pay, pick up after uh, the September 12th event, which if you haven't heard, it's Icon Six from, live from the backyard. I'm looking forward to that. I hope that we can do it uh, to to the full extent. I think we will. Uh, but I, you know, I'm just really curious to see if, if that's going to all, uh, how that's all going to shake out in the, the end here. Um, so anyway, our, uh, our guest today is here to help you find your podcast, your voice in podcasting or podcast voice for short. Uh, and I'm excited to bring on, our guest, who is an independent podcast coach and Sounder FM's in-house podcast coach. I need some super claps in the chat from the people who are watching. So give me some clap emojis in the chat 
for Super Susie Chase. Woo! What is going on, Susie? How are you doing this morning? That was awesome. I'm I'm officially oh, changing you. my name to Super Susie Chase. Good, you should. You should. That's that's what I'm here to do. Help bring the super out of people, and uh, I, you know, I, you absolutely should. I love it. How are you feeling this morning? Good. How's How, okay. uh, New York treating you? Ring your bell if you can hear me in out of your ear. Oh my god, Joe! <laughs> I know it's terrible. I, it's, it was it was terrible to not be able to hear out of my ear. To be able like my you know my wife would talk to me and I I couldn't hear because like the kids are like talking and or the TV's on and I'm just like. 15 feet away <laughs> or 10 feet away. And, uh, Some married I can't, I can't people hear. would love that. Right. To not be able to hear. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's kind of sad, but Hey, if that's what they need to get them through to stay together, right. Stay together. <laughs> What's the song? I don't remember what the song is. Let's Al Green. As, as, as I was saying, <laughs> Lisa's up super Susie. How are you? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it, and it's still like, I'm probably about 50% recovered, uh, from, for, with my hearing. So it's still, it's, it sounds, it feels and sounds like I, I have to pop my ear, but I can't like, Ugh. it does not. Yeah. So it's, it just feels like it's stuck. Um, even though That's I have some, you know, hearing and stuff in it, it is, it is really terrible. I, I don't wish this on anybody. And assuming it was swimmer's ear, I do have swimmer's ear drops going forward to dry out my, my ear, pro, like after getting out of the pool. So uh, there's that at least. I'm 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 excited to uh, to be able to bring myself to do that instead of putting the earplugs in. Because with two kids, like there's no way I can put earplugs in. Like I'd be taking them in, taking them out. Like that's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not going to work. So Susie, for anyone who doesn't know you. Please uh, give some give shed some light on that. Uh, your podcasting, you know, your podcasting yes. background, your podcasting journey. So I have been podcasting since '05. Um, I had an audio blog in 2003, 2004. Well, I really had uh, an iTunes radio show in '03, audio blog in '04, and then I heard about podcasting, and I was like, "Wow, I I want." my show to be a podcast. So the Groove Radio was launched in 05. Um, and so it's been going since then, which is super exciting. And my other podcast is Cookery by the Book and it launched in 2015. And it's a cookbook podcast. And I'm also podcast coaching now. I'm the in-house podcast coach at sounder.fm. Um, a brand new podcast platform, and I'm also an independent podcast coach. That is that is also uh, you know getting to to meet uh, people that have been podcasting since the you know the beginning uh, is is always a pleasure. And well, so I want to ask you what what's helped keep you motivated through doing this uh, thing called podcasting over the last fifteen years. You know, the inspiration to keep going has to come in from inside of you. I love soul music. So a little a little background with um, the Groove Radio. I noticed that my radio station wasn't playing the old soul music that I wanted to hear. So that's what spawned my podcast. Um, and so... I love, I'm passionate about soul music. So that's how I've been doing it all these years. You've got to love it. Yeah. You, you, um, and I think there, to me, like it, you have to not just love the thing that you're talking about, but the process in which you're cre you've created for yourself to create the thing that you love. Yeah. Right. Cause if you're like, Oh, I got to pull that thing out and then I got to like plug it in and I got to do this and that and get the arm and, and all this stuff. And it's like all these things get in the way of just creating the content. And it's funny cause I have this quote from Mel Robbins and I'm going to read it. She says to succeed both in life and in business, you've got to do the things you don't feel motivated to do. And that's a lot of podcasting. Like your idea is very inspirational super interesting you love it you're obsessed with it you're passionate about it 
but the grind of podcasting, that's the real stuff. And you just need to do it. There's no yeah. magic bullet. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I would feel, um, I would, I would say if you have started to feel like waning in that, um, don't be, you know, don't be afraid to make changes. Uh, I mean, I know right. I have, you know, in six years, uh, the, the dreamers podcast has experienced many changes over the years, uh, and, and name, even changing the name still in the same vein. Um, so the, the content still makes sense, but it just, you know, how you frame it sometimes in, in your mind and your, you know, your listeners' minds can make a huge, huge, huge difference. I mean, and what's in a name, right? Well, if this was still called the Mid-Atlantic Podcast uh, Conference Community, uh, it, I, I promise you it would not be as big as it is today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, because we did it for five years and, and proved that, that, that it, you know, it had growth and people loved it, but it didn't have the the explosive growth that changing just one, uh, I almost said name, one uh, word can have uh, in other people's minds. Or like what I did with my Cookery by the Book podcast, I added a new feature. You can always add a new feature to your podcast. Like last season, I asked every cookbook author what their last meal would be. And I interviewed this guy who wrote this book about last meals of people on death row. Um, so I tied it in like that, but it was, it, it made it more interesting for me. And so, and this season I'm asking every cookbook author what their favorite cookbook is. So it's, it keeps it a little more interesting for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I, <sighs> I've uh, I've definitely have gone through that process where changing questions that I would normally a like answer or answer ask throughout the my my brain is not even firing all <laughs> Um it must be it must be ear related. Um, it, you know it's it don't, you know that's one of the things about doing this that is different from like a TV show, right? Um, is that we we have the uh, you know the ability to pivot uh, at any point in which we we want and the ability to add or change out questions or you know maybe ask our audience like what is it that you know what's what really gets you excited and then maybe go and dive deeper into that portion of it um, and and so like I, so with your show right you how, let's let's talk about how you landed on on the cookbookery. Um, it's called cookery by the book, by the cookery way. by the book. <laughs> I, I, I thought, it, where did I get the cookery from? So many people say cookbookery. I think it's cute though, but anywho. Uh, yeah. All right. My yeah, bad. <laughs> um, so when I was in, I grew up in Kansas city and I used to do, I was on the radio and I did love songs. And then during the day I was a cookbook publicist. So fast forward to 20, like 14, I noticed that there were food podcasts, but there weren't any devoted just to cookbooks. So I launched the first cookbook pod. It was the only cookbook podcast for a long time. And now there are a few more. Were you, were you excited by the idea of being the cookbook lady? Yeah. <laughs> Was that like, was that a thing yeah. for you? Like, well, uh, cause the thing is, is I'm just a dopey home cook. Like I'm not a, I'm not a great cook. I'm a mom. So I thought, great. I, so I make a couple of recipes out of every cookbook. So I thought, okay, it'll kill two birds with one stone. I can figure out what to make for my family and learn something. So in every uh, episode, I talk to the cookbook author about the recipe I made. And sometimes it's like, wow, I really screwed up or, and I'm not a chef. I'm, I'm just a mom in the West village. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. So, so that to me, I mean, that's that, I, I think that's awesome though, that you had the ability to, to say, look, I'm not that great at it. Um, but I, but I do have a passion for cooking, I, I guess out of kind of out of necessity and, um, but, but the, I mean, obviously you have a ton of cookbooks behind you. I know. So. It's crazy. <laughs> how, how many of those came from your guests or did you buy because of your guests? These Versus are most of all of my guests. Oh, wow. 
That's um, awesome. And then some like vintage ones over here. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, those ones look kind of vintage. Uh, yeah, right but I keep, I keep all the ones that have been on, on my show. And here's another key um, for podcasters. So before I did this, I sent out a press release to all cookbook publicists saying, hey, I'm launching this podcast. And cookbooks from publishers started pouring in. Um, so mm. that's it's a good tip to think about writing a press release to announce your podcast. You know, we uh, we did a press release af uh, for the first uh, IndiePod virtual conference, and that got a ton of traction. In fact, since then, our like our site traffic, like where it spiked, it has just constantly ridden a wave of of higher traffic than we were getting prior to it. Um, I don't, it's not like a ridiculous amount of traffic. Like, it's not like a, you know, skyrocket, but it did skyrocket. And then all of a sudden it just kind of kept floating. Um, so I, you know, I, I definitely can speak to the power of doing a press release and they're not that expensive to do. Even if you don't write it yourself, like, I mean, the one service I used, it would be 400 bucks, which isn't free. Um, but like if, if it's going to potentially give you that traffic that you're looking for out of the gate and potential listeners, because you're getting in front of media, which could potentially right. land you in front of more <laughs> media, which could potentially land you in front of more, you know, uh, potential listeners. Uh, it's not, it's not a terrible thing. Um, just, I would be strategic with how you use it, right? Obviously you're not spending 400 bucks a week to do, you know, press release every week or something like that. But, um, Mine was you know, free. Yours was free? Oh, awesome. Yeah. I did mine. I looked up to see like how you do a press release. Mm -hmm. And then I just targeted. I just sat on my couch and looked up who the cookbook publicists were. So it, it could be free or it could be $400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think mine was a national release. Right. So so it can be cheaper, a lot cheaper to have somebody else write it and do a more targeted like I only want people in New York or yeah, I yeah, only yeah. want people in that tri-state area. Then it, it is a lot cheaper then. Um, I was just talking. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because it makes me clarify. I, I was talking about a national release uh, that ended up in um, lots of local news organizations, websites. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think that that is a, a great way of uh, doing that now. What do you do to keep your focus on on cookbooks? Well, one thing I do is I have my episodes into seasons. And I do it. Cookbooks come out in usually October for Christmas. And then another big batch of cookbooks out, comes out like in April for Mother's Day and summer, spring and summer. So I only record from September to June, which coincides with my kid's school year. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Um, so, because it's so much work. So it's nice to be able to take the summers off. I record more so I can keep releasing over the summer um, and keep posting on Instagram. But that's basically how I do it. Now, how, how has... Uh, your show helped you like with your like on the business side of things because obviously you're you're an independent podcast coach you're Sounder FM's podcast you know in-house podcast coach um, what like how is how is the cookbook how how is cookbooking uh, helping you <laughs> well you mean in terms of giving helpful tips and inspiration well, no, I, I meant from a business standpoint. So, like, are you still are you still a cookbook publicist as well? No, 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 no. no. Okay. No, so I'm not a cookbook publicist. I'm just a podcaster now. Just a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you are doing it out of the out of the enjoyment, right? So, like, my I guess my question is: is would you be doing it otherwise? Like, would you be Would you find another topic if it wasn't cookbooks? Uh, that's a really good question. Because so, my, because of the whole business side of things, right? Like that's, you know, if you don't have to me, like if I don't have a business component, then I got to really love what I'm talking about to, to make it 
you know, because everything's got to pay rent in some way, shape, or form, right? Is it in a necessity or in in entertainment value? So, like, if it's not on the business side of things, then it becomes the entertainment value. So, I I'm just curious. I just, <laughs> for you. I probably it'd be hard to find another kind of interview podcast that I'd love to do mm. because I love cookbooks. I saw a need for that in the food genre. Um, did that answer your question? Yes. <laughs> I, yes. Okay. It, it did. It did. So the answer is, is you would find another thing if, if not cook, if not cookbooks to it, to scratch that itch of create creating, right? Maybe. Well, I still have my soul music podcast too. So, Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing that since Oh five. I knew that you had it. I didn't know that you kept doing it after uh, twenty four. Was it twenty fourteen? You you launched the cookbook or twenty fifteen? Yeah, 2015, I do both yeah. of them. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. On top of uh, podcast coaching, which is awesome. Yeah. Now, would you would you, have you thought about starting a podcast for for podcast coaching? Um, you know, so many people have brought that up to me. Um. <laughs> And I'm mulling, I'm mulling it over. I need to research. I'm a big researcher. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Stay tuned. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's one more show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, not a, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, let's see. So what? What? Uh, when it comes to talking about like adding a podcast to your life. Like let's let's talk to the person who hasn't launched yet, right? They yeah. they think they know where they want to head. They think they know what they want to do it about. Um, they think they know how they're going to market it and and bring people to the show. Um, like what what kind of changes should they be prepared for in their life? Definitely time. It takes time. So. For my cookbook podcast, I read the whole cookbook. I research the author. Like, I read everything that they've been on. I've listened to every interview they've been on. I make two recipes. That's like a week's worth of stuff right there. It's a lot of time, depending on what kind of podcast you want to do. And then there's the editing. You know, add that to the time, too. It's a job. It it really it really is. It really is. Um that that is a lot more preparation work than I've done for any of my podcasts. <laughs> and I mean obviously you're not the first to to you know talk about like the amount of research of of uh you know reading the book and or a book and and doing that level of uh well actually cooking the stuff that's in it. Um you know, I gotta say, I also find it very ironic that you live in a place that you could literally eat a different restaurant a day for the rest of, or actually even like multiple times a day for the rest of I your know. life, and still not reach all the restaurants. And and here you are doing the cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> and I have the smallest kitchen in the world. I have the smallest New York City kitchen. I'm just asking for it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, I love I love that though. I it, it just it's just very ironic. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so so to me, like when it comes to to the 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 pivoting in you know in your life and like the changes you can expect as a new podcaster, you know, editing is definitely one of them, uh, and preparation, thinking like maybe it's doing research on a to on a topic. Like even actually, no, I am doing a show now. Uh, the Business Geeks podcast with Sam and Jen, and uh, they we do a topic, you know, a couple different topics, and it's they put it in a spreadsheet, I put it in a spreadsheet, and then I have to go and like read the article, which for me is a lot because I don't usually read a whole lot of articles. So, um, you know, it's it, it, it's a, it's definitely an adjustment for me because like the way I've done the Dreamers podcast is I interview people, I talk about a topic that I already have feel passionate about, and and I don't really feel the need to go and do a ton of research on it um 
versus like this, like I have to go and I have to like watch a video. I have to like read the article, maybe cut, look up a couple more articles so I can understand it a little better and, and all that. So it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely different, um, from, from, from my standpoint. Now, uh, with that said, like if I could go back and change one thing, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, Susie, uh, if I, if I could go back and change one thing about my podcasting journey is, is I would not spend time editing the first 75 episodes that I wasted hours upon hours <laughs> and hours upon hours and doing while, and I was already a proficient, uh, podcast editor from my DJing background. Cause I produced the DJ album before, right before that. And I did all the editing for that. And that was way harder than any kind of like, Oh, let me just take this, uh, out and let me take this out and let me take this out. Um, it just, of course I would say, um, this is, I, I, irony at its <laughs> best there. Uh, so I, I just wish I could have all that time back. I wish I could have spent more of that time pushing the show, pushing the show further and just getting more reps under my belt rather than spending two to three hours to edit one episode that ultimately did not change whether that person was going to share the episode yeah. or not. And, or how much, even if they shared it, how much traction it was going to get on their end. Um, Cause like, I thought like, Oh, if I edit the episode, it's going to sound great. And they're going to be like, wow, I've never sounded so good before. And, and maybe that would be the case if you went back, I don't know, maybe you could tell me better to, you know, 20 or 2006, 2007, where like people weren't getting interviewed on podcasts. So maybe they were sharing it on their MySpace soon to be Facebooks <laughs> yeah. or their Twitter soon to be Twitters and things where it just might maybe makes a bit of a difference versus like even you know at 2014 like it i don't think it made much of a difference i don't think it moved the needle enough i think i spent way too much time i mean i remember we went on uh first time i got to go to vegas and california and being out on the west coast and like i'm in the back of the van like between vegas and and california and i'm sitting there on my laptop yeah free feverishly editing because at the time i was going five days a week with the show and wow yeah like it just didn't you know in hindsight it's like None of this is going to matter four years from now. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than me getting really good at editing audio, which again, four years, like actually not even four years later, literally like two years later, I stopped editing my show altogether because Ava came along and I'm like, I ain't got time for that. We're just, we're doing it live. <laughs> like it is what it is. Um, how, how about, how about for you, Susie? What, what's something that you would, uh, you would change if you could go back I think I would have like done a lot more self promotion. I was very into my content and doing the best content and getting the best cookbooks and doing the best soul music podcast mm. that I was so focused on that, that I wasn't really promoting myself. And you didn't even have any competition back then. So what different, you know, I guess the competition would be like actual, like, you know, big time media, TV, big time media, radio. It, well, it was all like dudes talking about, <laughs> no offense. It was no, all no, no, not taken. talking about their equipment, like mics and stuff. I'm glad to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to smooth right over that one. Yeah, it was just dudes talking. And me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, um, you know, the equipment is a big, a big part of it. It was a lot more of a part of it because, you know, to do a show with guests or, or your, even just your, your, your friends like yeah. uh that weren't all sitting together in one place was was difficult back then in fact it, i mean yeah i mean it's a lot easier now but it's still like if, if you don't know computers that well like it probably is only that easy for you to do but good thing you know your phone can be that first mic that you have because oh, yeah. it sounds great you know you just pick yeah. it up and and uh and use it so you know i i uh, you know, I, I like. I think, I, like I said earlier, I, I think the people have to let the tech get out of the way um, and don't don't get so hung up on it. 
you know, the path of least resistance is sometimes the best one, especially if you're just getting started and need to make that like, hey, I'm going to to do this uh, and I like I'm just going to use my phone. You know, that's a lot. In a lot of cases, it's better than probably any other piece of equipment you're going to pay for uh, out of the gate and, and want to use. I coached this gal last week and she said, Susie, can I ask you a question? And I was like, yeah, she goes, how did my podcast sound? And I said, the sound was great. Why? And she goes, because I, I do it on my phone and my iPad. And I said, oh my gosh, I said, it sounds great. And she literally almost started crying. She goes, who thought I had to get all this equipment? And I said, well, you really have to get equipment to make it sound good, but it already sounds great. So you're good. And she was mm -hmm. so relieved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always say like, you know, you can have, uh, you, you know, you, you have these, these, you know, very, very uh, broadcast radio companies like CBS and stuff doing these, these, uh, call-in shows and like they're calling the people are waiting, you know, know. like a $30 billion company waiting for people to call in with their <laughs> I can't understand what they're saying. I'm sitting there thinking, like, how is the host even able to understand what they're saying? I mean, they got headphones on versus me sitting in my car with road noise and stuff. But even still, it's gotta be it's gotta be kind of tricky sometimes <laughs> to understand what they're saying. Yeah. Um. So it's you know that's definitely a, a concern. I think that uh, you know a lot of people have is like, oh, the the you know I, the tech I gotta be I gotta have that that sure microphone. You know it, yeah. it looks great. Like there's a, the reason I have it is to to reject noise. And when did I get it? When I got my first kid, because I was like, the, my Blue Yeti is just gonna ha I'm gonna have all kinds of noises in the background. Coincidentally, that was when I started stop. Like I didn't care as much about how the sound sounded as long as it sounded good enough. You know, I, like I said, you always get like 70 to 80%. The content will carry it the rest of the way. Your personality will help exactly. factor into that and, uh, and go from there. So, uh, you know, I, um, and, and, you know, I also would say that there, there's always, uh, now do, let me see, do, do you get the same way as, as I do where, so like I'm used to vlogging, right? Like I, you know, I'm holding the camera, I'm talking into the camera. We know, like Joe. I, I know, but here's the thing: if I don't do it for a little while, I, I get I get like nervous. It's funny because I was coaching these guys the other day, and they have a, a game show podcast. And the one guy was like, "I'm going on vacation next week, and I don't know what I'm gonna do because we we record every week." And I was like. Um, I go, that means you need a vacation. <laughs> right. is, that John, is that Jonathan Oaks? No. No, okay. All right, I wasn't sure if you were talking about Jonathan Oaks with the uh, Trivial Warfare. No. Trivi trivia war Warfare. But um, shout out to him, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, you know, I didn't take a vacation from podcasting until, uh, when was it? It was the beginning. The I took a little big uh, vacation in the beginning of 2019. Um, I took a few a few weeks off, and then in 20 uh, the the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, I, I started to like not release a bunch of episodes, and I was but I was still releasing the independent podcast co uh, conference podcast or uh, the Indie Pod Daily Show that's called as as it's called now because it's it's pretty much daily. Um, you know, I, I think that I, I love the idea of doing seasons like you are, Susie. I I I, I think it sets a good, uh, healthy boundary, unless the show that you're talking about is like super topical. But even then, even then, like we were talking about this the other day, uh, like John Oliver, right? He takes like two weeks off. Like, oh, it's July 4th. It's July 4th coming up. We're taking two. And I'm like, no, no, what are you doing? Like, I don't even care what you talk. Just come on the TV. Just talk to me. Just talk. Just talk. You know, you're sitting in front of a blank wall right now, like at home. Like, just, it, just talk to me. John Oliver needs a vacation too, though. No. Well, clearly. I, and he has a whole <laughs> writing staff. So, like, you know, and I, and I think that, that plays into it too of like, you know, if you're like, oh man, how do they do that? You know, that movie or that that TV show or that um, radio show was so great. Blah 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 blah. Like, did you ever sit and watch the credits afterwards? Like, how many oh, wow. people are involved in making that 
that, <laughs> you know, that I creation. I would love a team. I would love a team. And, and it's something that, you know, maybe you get volunteers, you know, from your, from your community. Uh, you can, oh yeah. I mean, we got, we have volunteers in the IndiePod community. I mean, it's not making enough, you know, I'm working towards that. I'm building this into its own business, but it's not making enough money right now for me to be able to pay them. Uh, but yeah. the goal is to be able to pay them and, and bring, you know, more team members on. So um, yeah, while, it, while you're seeing my face, like every single day with the exception of last week, uh, you know, it, while you're seeing my face every single day, like there's other people that my are, team. that are, <laughs> my teenager's app <laughs> <laughs> as he should, it's 10 30, right? Like, what are you doing? Time to get time. It's motivational Monday. Get it going. <sighs> um, no, but about vacations. Yes. Go ahead podcasters need to know that it's okay to do seasons. It's okay to take time off. Just record some more during your recording and yeah. um, release them while you're, you know, sitting on the beach. That's totally fine. It is uh, vacation, you know, vacation is more. And I, there was vacations that I took where I was like after Pat, like, Post editing every single episode, um, there was episodes that I released that were uh, that were that were pre-record. You know, obviously pre-record because I wasn't doing li all live streaming episodes until uh, I don't know, like last year. Sometime I started mm -hmm. doing that um, back when this this wasn't even a studio; it was a garage, and I was doing it in like the far back here with like insulation falling out behind me, and <laughs> it was terrible in here. But so. Uh, yeah, you definitely, you definitely can. I mean, look, one of the reasons that I, I changed, um, let's see, uh, Larry says you must have a backlog of pre-recorded episodes. Thank What's you, Larry. What's the issue with John Oliver now? Oh, <laughs> there's no issue with John. Oh, John Oliver needs to go away. Uh, thank you, Larry. No. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Larry. Uh, you, yeah, you know, I used to feel that, I used to feel that way. Um, that you needed to have, you know, three to six episodes in the can, depending how, how your release schedule was, right? Like when I was doing five days a week, I would have 20 to 25 episodes in the can. To, wow. Yeah. Because I, I didn't want to fall behind. Like I, you know, if, if I need, what if I got sick for like a week and I'm, you know, I'm going to fall behind. So I, I think it also depends. Um, you know, it's, it's really ironic too, is, is, listening to your your audience uh <laughs> one of the things that i learned was uh that my audience didn't want five days a week <laughs> they're like i'm falling behind and i don't want right? to fall it's behind it's a lot of pressure on them it is it is uh there's a lot of pressure on me because i was recording <laughs> you know recording these episodes like and 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 then editing and putting the show notes together and all that stuff and it's you know, it's it's good, but it's not great, especially because you have guests involved, right? So it's like then I got then there's time you got to calculate for the time that you're like getting them, you know, scheduled with them, and it's it's a lot, it's a lot, especially yes. that's one of the reasons why this show doesn't have a lot of guests, because you know, two days a week. I mean, this is a, a special you know episode, obviously, but usually two days a week. Wednesdays we have a guest, and then uh, when on uh, Thursday we have a. Uh, a coaching, you know, a coaching session with, with one of the people in the community. And it's, it's even that's difficult. Cause like, it's always changing. Even if I set like, okay, this is the time that I, you know, designate for it. It's still, it's still tough. Cause like sometimes what if I don't get a guest that for that week? So, okay. So now I, now I got to go out of my way to find somebody that I know I can bring on and do it like out of my, you know, network, my, you know, super big network, blah, blah, blah. But point being is is that it's still just it's another layer of things to think about yeah scheduling is a lot mm. and do you use any uh cat like calendly or anything like that for scheduling no no see i, I just, didn't either i just use my cat my calendar so I, it, I remember early on, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this because I'm doing five days a week. Like I need to be able to schedule and well, I yeah. sent a Calendly link or I was using something else at the time. I sent a link to this person. They were like, oh, I'm not filling that out. And I was like, but I want to have, they're like, oh, nah, nah, this is, this isn't, nah, I'm not doing that. 
okay. And then, and then after that, I was just like, okay, I guess I'm not using that anymore. And I, and I went back to just scheduling manually and it was, uh, you know, shout out to Mark Asquith, like in 2016, he's like, he's like, if people don't fill out the form, like they just can't go on the show. That's it's simple as that. Like, I don't mm -hmm. care really who you are. Cause if you're big enough, you have a publicist and if you have a publicist then they can fill it out. Like, you know, it, there's somebody who's going to be able to fill out this form and it just, yeah. you know, so I have all the information in one space, you know, the headshot, the, the social media links, the, the website, everything in one space and they're, they're scheduling with me. Uh, on the, you know, through the link. Cause otherwise like, I, he's like, I don't have time for that either. <laughs> so somebody, somebody's got to give. Right. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I just want to be accommodating. But in hindsight, I wish I had started that sooner. Cause it was a, it was a real pain. And I, you know, obviously I could go and schedule it for them if, if it was that big of a deal and that big of a guest and that right. big of a blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a weird it's a weird space, and I, I, one person once told me it was rude to send them a calendar link, and what? I couldn't understand. I, like I couldn't understand it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, maybe they were still operating as as if it was five years earlier or something, and it was just ahead of their the curve for that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Sounds like. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anything that can make your life easier, I, you know, wholeheartedly think that, yeah, that's what you got to do. Path of least resistance for yeah, sure. Totally. Um, so yeah, so, uh, let's, let's, let's dive into the, the niching end of, uh, finding your, your podcast voice. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I call it a niche, but potato, potato, tomato, tomato. So let's just get that out of the way. Okay. <laughs> so the beauty of the niche is I think it comes with a community. You already have a community there. If you're into it, like for example, my cookbook podcast, there was already a community already there who loved cookbooks and if I love the idea of podcast micro niches these days, because you just, you bore down into a subject matter or something. And if you love it, other people are going to love it too. A podcast for everyone is a podcast for no one. That's what they say. Yeah. And I, it's, some, it's hard in the beginning to think about that, um, to think about it in those terms. Uh, Larry Roberts adds, uh, automation is critical. I streamlined and automated my booking process and life is much easier. I still need improvements in posting schedule though. Yeah. Or in posting schedules though. I guess he's talking about schedule, uh, like when episodes are going to come out. Is that what What's going to come out when? Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. Um, so I, yeah, a pod, so you we were saying the podcast for no, is for no one, you know, no one, if it's for everyone. Uh, yeah. it, I mean, it does sound like a cliched and it does sound like it doesn't, it, does. it doesn't make a lot of sense to people who are, especially when you're just getting started. Cause you're like, Oh, well I want as many people to be able to listen to it as possible. And it's it, it's tough because you 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 know what the other thing is is people look at the exceptions rather than the rule right you're right? not they you're look, not joe rogan right like you can't just turn on the mic an everyday person can't just turn on the mic and then you have all of these listeners that's that's oprah you know yeah well but the thing is is oprah didn't start and it didn't start for everybody either right i mean who was probably i'm sure it was mostly women that was in her her audience at least one episode that i watched the other day where she did that racism experiment like yeah that's from a good 94 point. or whatever it was like there was like probably like five guys in that whole crowd like yeah there wasn't a lot of guys there so yeah. so like she started with that niche of uh, you know and i'm not even sure what her early episodes were talking about but point being is is you can't you can't judge your like just getting started to somebody else's like well even if you just took like 10 years after she started and became a name like you, you just can't you can't is somebody crawling under yes <laughs> oh my god oh man that's my uh, husband 
this life life in COVID right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Larry says, uh, hmm, one would, th- one would think readily random is not niched and therefore doomed. Hmm. Well, we could talk about that later, Larry. But that's Larry. your niche, Larry. It's random. Like, there you go. You carved it out already. It's random. And you know what you're getting when you hear the term readily random. It is. It is. I mean, it's a comedy, but in his case, it's a it's a comedy podcast. Uh, like, well, of sorts, interview comedy podcast, some something in that vein. And it, it it's. I think to me, what a niche or niche, as 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 I will appease, uh, <laughs> you know, should should allow you to do is when somebody hears it, they can easily make a decision. Is this for me or not for me? And you, you know, exactly. you want to move the needle. You want them to feel something. You want them to feel an emotion. You want them to feel like, oh, I hate that idea. <laughs> because at least then they know and you know. It's not for, it's them. Not yeah. for them. And that's okay. Like that's, that's okay. As long as it's for somebody. As long yeah. as you find, start finding people that do identify with it, it's okay to have people that don't identify with it. Yeah. Um. And 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 speaking to, as somebody who you know has a ton of friends in the, uh, in the Disney community and all that, like the, especially the Disney World community. Uh, when I started my podcast, like I wanted them to come along for that journey. And a lot of them did, even though as time went on, it got more into the business and more into the entrepreneur space and that, and that kind of stuff. Um, so not everybody really resonated with it because like they came because, Oh, my other friends who are Disney are doing inspiring things and they're, they're on the show and I'm going to listen and, 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 you know, so it, it changes and evolves over time. And I, I also want to say, uh, before I pass it back to you, Susie, that sometimes the people that we want to impress aren't the people that we want listening to the show, right? So, like, I fall into that category of, like, I love the tech and I love the, the entrepreneurs and, I you know, all these people that I, I bring, you know, to my table, right? Um, and th- sometimes I find myself, like, saying, like, well, I want to make content that impresses those people, but that isn't necessarily who's going to listen to my show and, you know, I, I you know, and, and resonate with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I've never thought of it like that before. That's, that's so, really fascinating. Yeah. Like, so, so like with the IndiePod daily show, right? Like this is for independent podcasters and that's, that's who it's for. And that's who uh it makes it makes sense right like the whole thing it goes along with the independent podcast conference and blah 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 but the dreamers podcast didn't go along with that right the dreamers podcast also didn't go along with uh the other sets of people like the disney the disney heads that i have in my you know my table of people that i circle of people or whatever you want to call it yeah and and yet i still wanted to create a show that that brought them like something to them because I mean, I, you know, I have like thousands of friends and followers that are in these different spaces and niches. And like, I want them to all be impressed with the work that I'm putting out, but they're not going to necessarily listen to it because it's not necessarily for them. Right. It's a, it's a difficult, um, it's, it's a difficult, it's a really difficult thing. Well, the, uh, the flip side of the niche too is. Your listener has to love it, but you have to love it too. Like I coached this guy recently and he had a podcast just interviewing people. And I listened to two podcasts where he interviewed authors and two podcasts where he interviewed musicians. And I said, wow, you were so much more passionate about that conversation. You were so excited. You had so much to talk about. And he said, wow. I loved those interviews so much more, but he goes, I thought I had to do a podcast that was just a wide variety interview podcast. And I said, no, you love music. You could have, your niche could be music. And so he was so relieved. He was like, thank you. I'm gonna just focus on musicians, songwriters, studio people, and, um, 
So you, you have to be passionate about your niche on the other side of it too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, cause again, people fall into that trap of comparing other people who again are further along in their journey are like, Oh, well, Joe Rogan can add anybody on or Oprah can interview anybody or Larry right. King. Could, he interviewed all kinds of people and it's Larry like, King. yeah, yeah. Larry King. Uh, <laughs> but it's, but okay. Like, yeah, but I guarantee you that none of them started as th that, like, like what you know them as now because they've transcended that right and it's why right. the so so in the, in the in the sense of niche to give a give an example so this past week while i was pretty much out of commission more or less in creating content and all that um i went through and did something i had already started to do it in the past uh, like like 6 months ago i think i started doing it but then i reverted and was like well i'm going to bring everything under one canopy the the super joe pardo brand outside of indie pod uh the indie pod community and so it was like okay so i have gaming tech uh you know business lessons uh the, the indie pod is going to like my youtube channel so i have like all these different playlists and they're broken down but the fact of the matter is is they were all being you know the the channel itself was being strangle held because of the fact that there was just so much different content coming to the channel and when people don't watch every piece of content because they don't resonate with the gaming they don't resonate with podcasting but they resonate with business or they resonate with tech uh then all of a sudden it tells like oh youtube's like oh hey like you know we, you posted this episode and like only like 10 people out of your 150 subscribers watched it like that's not good right, right. like that that means that they're not resonating with what you're creating we're going to show them less which is really kind of short-sighted on their part and i think that maybe they need to do a little deeper into like figuring out the like sometimes you, why do why do i have to create five channels for what i what i want to bring to the table right but guess what i did it i went and i broke out all the indie pod information you know uh videos and i brought that brought them to the zone indie pod uh youtube channel which by the way it's scrolling down below if you subscribe you can get a free ride to the super circle uh this friday on free ride friday uh, I broke out the, my vlogs. So like as much as, I mean, I, I don't vlog all the time, but like when I do, I want to have a place to put it and I don't want it to go to a place that's like not going to resonate with it. So like, okay, we have SJP vlogs. I have a new channel I'm starting up called how I use it. Um, and it's all about tech, like how I, how I implement it into my life and my business. Like that's the kind of reviews that I want to bring to the table. And as much as I would love to do it under Super Joe Pardo, it doesn't make any sense. I have all these business lessons, so I'm going to leave that as the business side of things, uh, Super Joe Pardo, and then have the How I Use It and have the Indie Podcasters and have SJP Vlogs, SJP Vlogs, as well as uh, I think there's one other channel. Oh, there's the Gaming with Super Joe Pardo. So there's that too. So it's it's all the, you know, now it's all segmented. It kind of stinks, but they're all linked together. Um, and it's still me. It's just segmented so that I can get more traction with the when I post the ones that I do post to. Because you don't have to post every day. You just got to have people engage with the content that you do post. And it's the same thing, you know, with with podcasting and finding your, you know, your niche, right? Your niche of like if I if you know if if I just have this podcast where I'm talking about everything and anything then you're trying to like get people to fall in love with you. And, and while right. they will, the thing is, is it's going to take a lot longer for them to fall in love with you. If they are not finding you because of they're not, you know, they're only looking for the things they care about and what they care about is not you in the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's so many podcasts now that you really have to distinguish your show from the next show. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, and your per, you know that's why you gotta let your personality come out and and be a part of it and and not be afraid to, um, you know, just let all your quirks and features <laughs> put them out on display as as Doug Demiro would call them on uh, on YouTube. <laughs> um, so what else? What else? What else? Uh, what else did I not? Did I miss Susie? I think you just need to keep your excitement and enthusiasm for it going. 
I think that's that's the crux of it. If you're not excited about it, you're not going to do it. And yeah. your listener will hear it too. They will. Uh, you know, I, uh, there's uh, Tim, Tim and uh, and Kyle are big on the whole pod, fa- you know, not pod fading. Uh, they have a, a, a show. Yeah. <laughs> gotta be Larry says, gotta be you. Uh, thanks, Larry. I, I think. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, they have this show called Podwrecked, and it's all about how not how not to pod fade. But sometimes I think that it's important to know when it's when it's time, when it's over. You know, when it's time to evolve and and go do something, another show or or something else that that really gets you excited. Because when you when you stop getting excited, that's when you start like not putting together the the content that matters the most. You know, right. to you and your audience. And it's still, it's fine. Take a break, you know, reconnoiter, think yeah. about it. And, and you uh, know what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, if, if, if you're missing it, then come back to it and get revived and relax and come back. But if you don't really miss it, then just let it go. And that's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I haven't re- recorded that many episodes this year. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight shows of, of the episodes of the Super Joe Pardo show, formerly Dreamers podcast. And uh, I'm getting more downloads now uh, just in the last month uh, than I've gotten in the last two years about to be. Yeah. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Full on two years. Um be, and it's all because of the back catalog. I mean, when you have 400 episodes, there's plenty for people to go and listen to. It doesn't have to be uh, super current. I would say right. keep those episodes, keep those shows going. Uh, and Larry says, I think Rally Random is winding down. Well, oh, we, Larry. I, well, you know, I, we, we've taught, me and Larry have talked extensively about this. And I, I, don't, I don't hate the idea of that because I think where he wants to head, I think he will do a really good job at, okay. uh, at, at, at bringing to light. So uh, while I love the name, uh, I, I think that it will make, I, I think, I think this will be a, a change. I think it's just, it's one of those things where it was, there was a commercial forever ago uh, and they probably still do it for like, it was like for the golf channel or something. I happen to be at a golf. <laughs> I don't go golfing, but I happen to be at a golf what a country club? Is it a club? Golf club? I don't golf know what they course, call it. Maybe I don't know. I was there for breakfast or brunch or something like that. I wasn't there <laughs> to play golf. And they had the golf channel on, and it was like they were talking about how uh, there was like all they listed all these like golfers that were like they sucked at all these other things, and then they got a golf club in their hand, and then bam, that that was their thing, you know. So it, sometimes it's just it, you know greatness is already there. You just have to find the right thing to bring that greatness out to right. shoot it up to the top. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. And it's, and so it's, it's not impossible. Um, sometimes it's frustrating, but I, I, I would say that the most important thing you can do out of all this, aside from staying uh, excited about the thing that you're creating is putting in the reps, especially when you're just getting started, just keep doing it. Even, you know, even if you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try to record like four different episodes or five different episodes, but I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep doing it or, or, or this type of show or whatever. Like, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, create a bunch of different types of episodes. Create a bunch of different type of show formats. And, and eventually, hopefully, you're releasing something or at least getting feedback to know right. if it's good or bad. But the important thing is that you're talking on the mic. You're, you're in front of the camera if you want to do a camera. You know, it, you're doing the thing and you're putting it, you're, you're, you're getting your body and your mind into that, that formula of like, I'm going to talk and this is how I'm going to talk and this is how I put things together and the little hamster like runs the wheel. Uh, you know, those are the things that, you know, reading about it, um, watching yeah. videos about it, listening to podcasts about it is not going to get you there. Only thing going to get you there is just keep talking, keep putting the work in and, and you'll, you will get, you will find what, what turns you on and make you want to go and do more of that. Exactly. Uh, you know, and hopefully you'll have people that come along for the ride. If you can, you know, make that, uh, make that connection for them in their mind. Right. And, and right. I've talked about this, I think two weeks ago, I, you know, we talked about like creating a subtitle, right. For your show. So that people understand, like, 
Okay, so the name is, I kind of get it, but like you can, you know, the two words you put together could literally mean six different meanings. So what one are we talking about? And then the subtitle that's less than seven or about approximately seven words explains it out. So they're just like, I like it. I don't like it. Right. Discoverability too. Well, that too, right? The word, you know, being able to be found uh, by people who are actively searching for what you offer is, is huge. It's absolutely yeah. huge. So Susie, before we wrap up, is there anything like any other last thoughts you'd like to share for uh, people? You can share how people connect with you and just get in touch. Like, I just want to tell everyone it's okay right now to not be that into your podcast. It's we've all had a tough few months. And it's a tough time for creatives right now to just like keep it going and keep the creativity going. So if you need to take a month off, do it. Um, it's fine. We're all worn out. That's that's my message. Uh, no, I think that's I think that's fair. Uh, we we are, and I mean, there's a there's a reason why this year I put out eight episodes of the Super Joe Party right. Show, right? Like it's because it it's been a it was it was difficult to come up with content and stuff like that. Uh, well, even let's see, last even last year I didn't put out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 1920 so i put out 20 episodes last year um which is like one every other week basically yeah. uh which is not to my normal standard which was usually every tuesday like 8 a.m like new you know episodes coming out because consistency is a big thing um and and admittedly i haven't i haven't been super consistent since 2019 prior to 2019 though i was uh pretty much on the ball uh, every yeah every Tuesday 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 so um you know so I I, I definitely put in quite a few years of ep episode creating there before uh kind of taking like taking a little bit of a step back and trying to figure out where I wanted to be and where I fit in and and all that and um and I'm and and then doing it now uh with a whole new tech channel like I'm 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 pumped to to try to make that work cuz I cause that's pretty much all I watch is tech tubers so like I want to bring something different to the table than what I'm already seeing out there yeah um so I'm looking I'm looking forward to to taking that on and and I'll be releasing the uh the YouTube link for that uh, soon if you don't already go and find it and subscribe from the name I gave earlier. Uh, but I wanted to get at least a couple. In fact, I have to, I, Susie, I have to record the first the episode zero, like the introduction episode. And then the first episode, because my, I'm already take I'm taking my MacBook back later today to Best Buy because the fan is sounds like a machine gun. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's really bad, like really, really bad. And I'm like, you know, uh, everybody's talking about how great the iPad um, Pro with the new Magic Keyboard. Th this isn't the Magic Keyboard. It's still in the box. I haven't unboxed it yet because I want to do it on camera to be able to like get first reactions and stuff like that. But like, um, maybe I'll give it a shot. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't use my iPad that as much as I probably should. Yeah. So we'll see. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited for that. But, uh, but anyway, Susie, That's how can cool. people connect with you and, uh, and, and listen to your shows and find out about how they can work with you with through Sounder, uh, as well as independently. I'm at cookerybythebook.com. I'm at thegrooveradio.com, and you can come to suzychase.com. S-U-Z-Y Chase. Um, and I'm offering 30 free minutes of podcast coaching. Inspiration. No, I, I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, and you should totally reach out and, uh, and, and re work with Susie. She's great. I've, I've so glad it's been great. We've talked for, I don't know, a couple of hours already <laughs> I know. Not today, but over the course of last few <laughs> weeks. Uh, and it's just been awesome. And I can't wait to get up to New York uh, to see you. And I mean, I have plenty of friends up in New York. So I, I, I yes, someday, when we're out someday, of quarantine. yes, yeah, oh. someday I would love to, to get up there and, uh, and, and meet, we meet you in person. We'll I, go can't get something wait. I can't I wait. I can't wait. I know. Again. 
right? Yeah, it's it'll be it'll be it'll be a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Yay! So, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, if you've if you've enjoyed this episode of the Indie Pod Daily Show, uh, go and share it with somebody that you know that is into podcasting, wants to get more into podcasting, live streaming, uh, and get the getting their message out. Uh, go to indiepodcasters.com to to get all the resources that we have the virtual conferences that are coming up like i said earlier i don't know if the virtual conferences uh this upcoming saturday is going to happen i will probably decide before the end of today maybe tomorrow um and uh, blah 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 go check out the indie pod university supercharger podcast it's all over there at indiepodcasters.com and if you want to get featured uh, you should totally go to grabalisten.com. I love love the domain name. Uh, Grab a listen. You're welcome. Yes, thank you for the idea. Thank you to. Uh, uh, oh crud! I'm, I'm yeah, blanking on the that? name now. Um, uh, yeah, him too. Yes, yes, him too. Blanking uh, <laughs> on the name. I know. Uh, his his show is called the uh, the 500 level lounge. So I I know that part. Uh, 500 level. I I want to give I want to give credit where credits due because I I feel I feel bad because he was supposed to take the 500 section lounge and it is Sam Sprunger should have known. All right, yeah. should have known that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, he was Sam to, was too slow. Well, he I told him you know if you don't register in a day, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to grab a listen. Uh. So, you know, we're using it for the community. And if you want to get a free ride to the the Super Circle, uh, which was part of the Supercharger podcast program, then go over to independentpodcastconference.com slash tube, hit the subscribe button, and, uh, and, and subscribe. And then on Friday, for Free Ride Friday, I will be picking a, uh, a, a subscriber from there to win a free ride into the Super Circle. So go check that out. Everybody, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your motivational Monday. I hope you're feeling yes, pumped now. Uh, I am. Really, I I am as well. Oh, oh no, what happened to my 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 bookmark bar is gone. I must have hit it. What's the shortcut for hiding that? Uh oh. Um, oh here, uh, show bookmark bar. There we go. I apparently hit Control Shift B at some point. I don't know why I did that, but. Um, uh, we, the tomorrow's episode is, te well, tomorrow's tech Tuesday. So I'll be, I'll be talking, uh, about a piece of tech. I'm not sure which piece of tech yet. Um, I'll be talking about a piece of tech related to podcasting. So don't, don't miss out. That'll be at 10 AM tomorrow morning. All right, everybody take care. All I'll right. see you tomorrow. Thank you again, Susie. Bye.